Hi guys and welcome to the third second I'm getting ahead of myself. The second episode of Tuned In Town. Uh, it's January 4th, and uh, today on the episode we're going to do a normal layout where uh, we do Adventureland Chat and the Tomorrowland Bugle. And then later, instead of uh, Fantasyland Wants and Needs, we're going to do a Disney review on uh, the new Star Wars movie, A Force Awakens. Um, and also, this is a big marker because I have my two uh, permanent guests, Sterling. Say hi. Hey, guys. And Tommy. Hi. Uh, Sterling will be here to help us through uh, the Disney parks and uh, everything Disney. And Tommy will be here to help us through everything Disney and uh, Marvel and Star Wars. Uh, Sterling, you want to kind of explain of how you kind of qualify to kind of do this? Um. So... I've I've always known Disney since I was a little kid, just growing up watching like The Incredibles and stuff like that. Um, since I have met Devin, I've grown closer to Disney because of his little tricks and things. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> it, it's very interesting. Sometimes he can he can get exciting, and it's it's fun to see him. I don't drive you guys Disney. crazy with all the little things that I point out. <laughs> Not all the time. <laughs> Sometimes, though. How about you, Tommy? I'm more of like the nerdy Star Wars Marvel. I do enjoy reading Marvel comics. I also like to collect the original figures from 77 from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And we go to Comic-Con pretty uh-huh. much every year. You know, gotta meet the Star Wars actors. I've met Darth <laughs> Vader, Darth Maul, Chewbacca, who... Last time I saw him, looked like he was going (laughs) to kick the bucket. (laughs) But I I love the Star Wars. I think there's just so many cool things in Star Wars and just a lot of good messages. Yeah, what about Marvel? Marvel, that's more of an action thing. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's fun to find those Uh little things, right? Uh It's kind of fun. I like how Marvel isn't always just pure stress and, you know... Like, you know, there's a lot at stake, but there's still humor in it. Yeah. Unlike its competitor, DC Comics. But uh-huh. I still do enjoy DC, don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, I I also like about Marvel how they have, like, you have to think about it sometimes. And, you know, like, you can have, like, full-out conversation with your friends. Like, I think this is going to happen because of this and all that. It's uh-huh. not just um, plain and simple stuff, just, like, Like one DC, movie. you know, kind of. Well, I mean, I'm not being against DC, but just different aspects pros and cons of Marvel and DC, but, I mean... I mean, I would be lying if I said DC had crappier villains. Their villains... I I think you get more attached to the heroes than villains in Marvel. The heroes are what draws you to it. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, so, before we get into this whole conversation about Marvel and DC, uh, let's go and move into our first uh, segment, Adventureland Chat. Oh, goody! Shall we chat? Oh, yes. Let's. Okay, so 
I think you guys both know what Adventureland Chat is. It's where we just kind of chat for 10 minutes or so, you know. Uh, so what's been happening with you guys now that we're back from Christmas break and being able to sleep in? We have to wake up early and suffer through the terrors of school again. What's What's been going on with you guys at school lately? Well, math isn't very fun. We just learned a new concept. It's like, you know, graphing functions and all of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with Tommy. That's that's some crappy stuff. <laughs> well, I'm I'm still focusing on graphing. <laughs> I'm not as high expertise as you guys, you know, your advanced math. Um so I guess, what's your guys' favorite experiences at Disney? Like, at Disney Park? Um, I, I just like the feeling, like, wake up at the Disney Hotel, and it's like, I just got a fun day ahead of me, you know? It's, there's nothing sad that you're looking, that you're not looking forward to or anything. Uh-huh. Yeah, what about you, Tommy? You know, I enjoy going on some of the rides and just seeing all the stuff that they have built is truly amazing yeah with like the new technology and stuff that they have it's it you can definitely see a, a grow in the technology and the well thought out kind of uh how do you explain it the uh like the just how you can think of it and how well they find every little detail you know you can find a bigger difference in it and how they do it from uh 1955 to now you know i definitely agree (laughs) uh so you guys know about the recent 60th anniversary right yeah (laughs) um so i went and just saw i just went to the 60th and um it's really cool to see what they've done because you know how Fantasyland was kind of down, you know, in like the new technology and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it uh, for the sixtieth they rebooted all of that. It looks so much nicer. It's awesome to see what they've done with Alice in Wonderland, uh, Snow White, uh, uh, Peter Pan. All of those, it's just awesome to see what new special effects and stuff they've done. And especially the Paint the Night Parade. Have you guys heard anything about that? I have not. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Well, well, I'll get you guys going here. Uh, but uh, it's the Paint the Night Parade is really cool. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll upload a video of it on onto my website sometime at tunedintown.com but uh it it's amazing to see what new technology they have you know going um what's your favorite memory my my favorite memory of disneyland is probably like I, i really love tower of terror that one was that one was a good experience, and all the parades. There was tons of parades, like every day a nice parade, and like there was one where they like squirt water at you, and it was like a thousand degrees out there. It felt so good. <laughs> I know. Um, so I guess we'll go ahead and move into the Tomorrowland Bugle. Does that work for you guys? Defin- definitely. 
Okay. Initiate countdown. And now, and now for the news. We're going to start out with uh, the Tomorrowland Bugle. Uh, Sterling, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. So what I'm going to be talking about is the is Disney's new movie, Moana. Um, it, it's going to be coming out in on November 23rd this year, and it's it's so Moana is like a Hawaiian princess, right? Yeah, it, it's correct. it's Disney's newest princess, and Moana is the story of a teenager who sets out in a in a dangering mission. To fulfill an unfinished quest of her ancestors, so that'll be interesting. Uh huh. Um, I also I read that article too. It, they released the new, the very first animated uh, sequence of it, right? And they introduced that Dwayne the Rock Johnson is gonna be in it. Oh yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's I feel like he's had a really big long line of movies that he's been in. I mean, I guess he's been in movies for a long time, but just the stretch, you know. It's gonna be very interesting. I know. <laughs> so um, you can find that video, that full video, on our website, tunedintown.com. Uh, what about you, Tommy? What's your article? <clears throat> Mine is about how well Star Wars is doing. Just after opening about, you know, 12 days. It was released on December 17th, 2015. And in the U.S., it's made $94.1 million, which is actually... In how many days? 12. 12, whoa. That's actually more than... The James Bond, you know, the James Bond's newest The new Spectra or something? Spectre. Oh. Yeah. After, it's had a long run, you know, and it's only still made $93.5 million. Wow. I went and saw Spectre in, um, in the theaters, and it was, it was interesting. I don't know if it was my favorite James Bond movie, though. I actually have never seen any James Bond movies, so we'll have to have, like, a movie series on that or something, but I... Mm-hmm. I've heard they're pretty good. Are they pretty good? Yeah, the, they're pretty good. Star Wars 7 has made $676 million, which Whoa. is a ton. It's among the top six most successful films in history. It's been beat out, but it's still beat out by Jurassic World, Avengers, what? Titanic, uh-huh. Avatar, the one with the blue alien. Well, um, um, speaking of Avatar, they're actually going to, in uh, Animal Kingdom in Disney World, Florida, uh, they're actually going to make an extension called Avatar World or something. I don't know. It's I feel like they're making a lot of expansions that over there. You know, uh, I saw Avatar. Have you guys seen Avatar? Yeah, I saw it. It, it was it was pretty it was pretty good. <laughs> I know it, it was really long, though. I saw it. I, I've seen some of it. I don't remember it too well, honestly. I I remember him going into the machine. Then yeah. I remember uh, the guys and their giant robot thingies. So I guess uh, Disney bought it. So that will be kind of fun to see where. I don't. Uh, they may make a sequel or not. But uh, are you all done with that, Tommy? Sure. 
Okay. <laughs> I, I have something to add about that. Um, oh, okay, go ahead. So it says that how, like, the Jurassic World and stuff has made more than Star Wars 7. I think that's only because they've been out longer, because Star Wars 7 has only uh-huh. been out 12 days. Yeah, and so far, it's made it pretty far. And Jurassic World, I don't think, will beat it. I, I don't know, because if you think about it, there may be more fans or pe- more people willing to see Jurassic World. Because it's not all sci-fi, you know? It's based on some sort of fact. Though I would say the only problem with Jurassic World, it's the exact same thing every time. The dinosaurs chase the people. (laughs) And like 15 people get eaten. (laughs) Yeah, and then um, Star Wars, like some people might think it's nerdy or anything. Yeah. But I, I really don't think so. I think it's a cool experience with great ideas. Yeah. And it's really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, we're all good with that now? Yes. Okay, we'll move into my uh, my article. This one's kind of cool because uh, um, Bob, Bob Iger, the uh, Disney CEO of overall Disney Resorts, Disney Studios, everything, it, he he's a CEO, so he has a lot of responsibility and stuff. But... Uh, Disney's Bob Iger says new Indiana Jones movie is coming. Indiana Jones 5. <laughs> this is going to be really good. I mean, they've verified it. Like, they've. Uh, Disney has come out, and it's not just a maybe it's coming out, maybe not. It's, it's a dead set. Yes, uh, Indiana Jones 5 is coming out. I think it'll be good as long as they don't have the aliens. Yeah, repeat. Because that was the. And I th- it's weird because Steven Spielberg and Harrison Ford don't seem too enthusiastic about making a fifth installment. But I think it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Well, maybe it's because the fourth one wasn't the best. <laughs> well, we're willing to give them a second try, right? Maybe. <laughs> well, um, he introduced it while in an interview for upcoming Star Wars movies and upcoming Marvel movies. Uh, he just he just randomly decided, you know, probably going through his head, he's just like, you know what? I think that I am going <laughs> to say that we're going to make a fifth Indiana Jones. I mean, that's probably not what he said, but... You know, they've probably been planning it for a while, but he just he just randomly said, oh, yeah, and by the way, uh, another Indiana Jones is coming, and then moved on to the question that they were asking him. It, it's kind of weird, but, it, I mean, the interviewer's pressing him. He didn't give any more, but I think it's kind of fun to see where that will go. Yeah, it's going to be cool, and kudos to your old man voice. <laughs> yeah. Well, they better hurry and make it, because Harrison Ford is getting pretty old. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I just hope that his career won't go down the drain with the whole Force Awakens incident in the movie. You know? Like, in the actual storyline. No? No? Okay. (laughs) So, is that all? Do you guys have anything to add? Like, anything you've heard? Rumors or anything? With Disney stuff? Well, I am excited for um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I know. I'm excited too. Uh, who do you think his dad is? Um, 
uh, Peter I really Quint. don't know. What? Tommy doesn't know something? <laughs> uh, I, I think it's... Uh, I mean, I actually did some research. Uh, if you don't want to, you can cover yours. This will be really quick, but this is my guess. It's a Nova officer. Remember uh, Nova, like the police officers? Yeah. A Nova Corps officer. That would that would make sense. Uh-huh. I, I don't know who, and I don't think we've been introduced to him yet, but my mom thinks that he's uh, the uh, the blue guy. Ronan? No, 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 no. Uh, the, uh, like, the space gambit dude. Oh, the, the guy that <laughs> saved, um... Him, like, who picked him up yeah. from Earth. You know? Wait, why would he... I don't know. We'll we'll talk about that in a later episode. But, do you got anything else? I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, I hope it has, uh, the same kind of humor that it does in all the other ones. I, I really like the soundtrack, too. I... That, yeah, that's one of the best soundtracks. The awesome mix, volume one and two. I hope we get deeper into the volume two, because <laughs> they picked some really good ones. I mean, I wasn't alive in the eighties or the seventies, but my parents were, and they loved the soundtrack. They bought it the day after we saw it. Yeah, I, I actually grew up listening to that kind of music, so I I really like it, and I I still listen to it today. It's really it's really fun. Yeah. So, uh, you guys done with your articles? You ready to move on? Yes. Okay, let's move on to, uh, a Disney review. Uh, here we go. Rolling sound, quiet. Okay, so in this Disney review, we'll be doing a, uh, Star Wars 7 The Force Awakens review. Uh, I will caution you, though, if you have not seen the movie, there will be spoilers. And if you have seen the movie, but you don't want the rest of the series to be spoiled, uh, it, be careful as you're going in. I, If you don't want to listen, don't. But, I don't know. It's up to you. I think it will be fun. I mean, I'm putting myself forward <laughs> and doing it, but I'm pretty sure we all probably know where it's going. But I'd stop it right now if you don't want spoilers. Okay. So, uh, what's your guys' thoughts on Star Wars 7? I absolutely loved it, but I am the biggest Star Wars nerd around town. (laughs) So, like, my expertise on Disney is, like, equivalent to Tommy's knowledge of Star Wars. And, you know, there are a lot of good theories to it, like Supreme Leader Snoke being uh, Darth Plagueis. Sidious's old master. Yeah, when they're sitting in, uh, I actually heard something about that too. When uh, in the third one, when Anakin is talking to uh, what's his name, uh, Darth Sidious, right? Yes. Uh, his, and he's given the whole story about how uh, how a evil master trained a young Jedi to uh, how to save lives or something, but he killed him or something you know that person who he killed is supposedly supposed to be still alive and that's darth what's his name darth plagueis but anyways but it's it could be realistic because he had powers to bring people back to life what if he was able to save himself yeah his because he is pretty beat up in the force awakens he has a Mm -hmm. lot of scars and he looks very similar to pictures of darth plagueis and he's also as tall as darth plagueis is seven feet 
<laughs> so you think that the because I thought I thought what the crap, J.J. Abrams? Why would you make this guy that's twenty feet tall? You know, and then I realized it's just a hologram, and it's just a stunt to make him look more powerful. So mm, to make him look the, like the supreme ruler. Uh huh. Also, another little fun fact: Daniel Craig, he's the person who does James Bond, Inspector, Skyfall, Casino Royale. Anyways, he was actually a stormtrooper in the new Star Wars. There's a part where Rey's captured, and she uses Jedi mind tricks. She says. You oh, remove, yeah. Uh-huh. You'll remove these restraints and leave, leave the door open. Uh-huh. And he's like, what? I'll tighten those restraints. Scavenger scum. But anyways, that stormtrooper is Daniel Craig, which so, is just a fun fact, you know? <laughs> That's kind of cool. I was, I was really surprised at how fast she was able to use the force on uh-huh. him. Uh-huh. It, it it's, that's one part I didn't really like. I wish they would have kind of developed that more from yeah because it was like like she was just like getting the force or whatever and like hadn't practiced with it at all and just came to her it was weird yeah um i have another fun fact uh because remember uh ben kenobi old ben from the original trilogy uh when ray grabs the lightsaber and she goes into the whole flashback thing Yes. Uh, after the part where uh, it like goes back into the forest, you hear his voice say, Ray. And do you know how they got that? Because that actor died quite yes, a while Hopkins. ago. They just kind of like cut it out. Cut out like <sighs> light. Say, I, I don't know what word, but they just cut out the word Ray and installed it. I thought that was kind of cool. But I like a lot of the references to the original trilogy, how it still had the original characters. Uh-huh. And, you know, when she's going through her vision, you could hear Darth Vader breathing. Yeah. Luke just yell and know, like, how he was in Empire Strikes Back when he is told that. No! That's impossible. <laughs> but anyways. That's when his wimpy side comes uh-huh. out. <laughs> well, he just had... Well, I think you'd be kind of screaming and freaking out, too, if you got your hand cut off. Yeah. And then you found out your dad is a Supreme. Sith Lord. <laughs> You know, as you're training to be a Jedi, that's just that's a bad day. That's what I call a bad day. But I also like how you're able to see the Knights of Ren in her vision, and I really hope to see the, the, the rest of the Knights of Ren more in Star Wars Episode Eight. So is that kind of what the, uh, the what they call the Stormtroopers? Is Knights of Ren or? No, or the Knights, Knights of, Ren? of Ren. So Kylo Ren had, you know, been training with Luke, but... Snoke had found him and could sense the darkness in him and, you know, yeah. can seduce him to the dark side. And he, Kylo Ren made a group called the Knights of Ren. Well, Ben, that warning you that, so that's Kylo Ren's real name. He oh, took yeah. the name Kylo Ren and Ren's kind of a title, you know, kind of like Darth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what, what was interesting to me was, um, Kylo Ren, and it's like, I wonder what he looks like. Like, at the beginning of the movie, you're like, I wonder what he looks like. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what take off his helmet, and it's like, he's slowly taking it off, and you're like, yes, oh, we're, we're yes, finally yes, going to see. Yes, and he like, put it back on, put it back on, <laughs> what the heck? And he's, and he's like, this. you think his voice is going to crack like 15 times in the movie? You're just like, oh. Yeah, because he's so young, it's weird. 
Though I do like how he brings in more darkness without his helmet, you know? I guess that's true, you know. I, I did enjoy him without his helmet. He just made it more dramatic, you know? But I think he looked a lot cooler with the helmet on. Yeah, especially his voice. <laughs> it, it was very interesting to me because it, it was a surprise. Yeah, you, like, take off his helmet. He's, like, in his early 20s, and he has, like, his prepubescent mullet on the back of his head. <laughs> and I did also find his mind powers very impressive, how he's just able to pull something out or yeah. how he's able to freeze a laser beam in midair. Uh-huh. And um, what about the the anger management in there? <laughs> oh, yeah. We were uh, on the bus home today. We were talking about the anger management uh, class for Kylo Ren. <laughs> And, like, all the other characters that we were going to make a stop motion with the Legos. Because Tommy, being his huge Star Wars Lego fan, uh, asked for Christmas and his birthday to only get uh, Star Wars Lego 7 sets. Like, the whole collection. I have the entire 2015 collection. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know how much money he has in his room out of Legos. I know. It is, it is packed, like... From top to bottom, from right to left, it's Legos. And sets, he has a decent sized room, too. Yeah, he has the nice big uh, bunk dark- bed that's up to the roof just so we can fit his Legos in his room. The the dark the Death Star, right? The, the big Death Star. He has yeah. that set. Uh huh. Sand crawler. I have probably more than twenty thousand pieces. we'll take some pictures and post them onto the website sometime and then that one that one little comedy part in there where like kylo where where, um kylo ren goes into the room like the therapist room no like um in the the movie um kylo ren goes into the room and uh and then she he figured out that she escaped and and he's like flipping out, and then the stormtroopers come around the corner, and they're just like, back away. Yeah, because they know that if they go there, they're dead. <laughs> yeah. Or I also like the part where he's having another anger issue. You know, he's just slashing at everything, and the imperial officers telling him everything. Then after he's done, he's like, anything else? <laughs> <laughs> just really calmly, like anything else <laughs> yeah I, I like the little comedy parts they put in there yeah um actually for the uh true uh fans you can point out all these little stuff that uh that were in the original series like when uh finn after chewbacca gets shot and they all load into the millennium falcon and finn is looking through some stuff to save uh chewbacca or not to save him but like a like some gauze or something to save Chewbacca, he holds up the uh, training orb that, that Luke, Luke used mm-hmm. in the original trilogy. To put the blast shield down and fight the, block the lasers. I also like the part where um, you see um, they're all done and Finn presses the button on that little holographic chess set that they have. Yeah. And you just see Chewie get all excited. Yeah, and like it almost looks like it's the continuation of that exact game that he and R2D2 played, Chewbacca mm-hmm. and him. Um, and when Finn and and Finn and, Finn and Ray were and uh were trying to escape and they go to one ship and sh- and then oh, yeah, like, the guys like 
let's let's use this one over there. Oh no, that one's that one's a hunk of junk. Yeah. <laughs> a and piece the, of junk. And they, they turn the camera to it, and it's the Millennium Falcon, and After, it's like. You know, they're running towards, it's not showing the ship, and then they're like, to this other Imperial cruise ship or something. The quad jumper or something like that. Oh, yeah. And and it gets blown up, and, like, Ray turns back and says, the pizza junk will do. And then the camera pans over, and it shows the Millennium Falcon. It was actually a piece of garbage. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Tommy. Well, we're getting technical. <laughs> um... So, anything else about Star Wars 7? I mean, do you want to do some future references about, like, uh, what's going to happen in the upcoming movies? I I think that'd be interesting. I'm also excited for the new Rogue One that they're making. It's just, I I don't know too much about it. It's like an elite group of rebels, and it's supposed to be in between episodes 3 and 4, Revenge of the Sith and New Hope. And this is like a whole nother series that they're making? Uh-huh. It's just like a ton of spin-offs, you know? Oh, is it going to be on... Is it like a TV series? No, they're movies. Oh, movies. it's like mo- movies? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So they're making... They're going to continue on with 8 and 9 uh, Star Wars, right? Yes. But then they're going to do the... What is it called? It's, they're just spin-offs, you know? Like... Oh. They'll be making one about Mandalorians, which that's what Boba Fett is. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see that because personally, I really like Mandalorians. They're very interesting. Um, I have something to add about um, Han Solo. Oh, and his and his and his little accident. <laughs> <laughs> you you could say uh, so. Um, I have a little theory about that. Can I hurry and go? Yeah. yeah. Um. So my little theory about that is. He noticed that Rey is the new Luke Skywalker, and if you go back and watch the fourth one, you know, Ben gets killed by Darth Vader, but Ben does it willingly, you know, in front of Luke Skywalker. I feel like it kind of is supposed to show something to kind of set off that flame to want to become a Jedi, so I feel like Han Solo, he was supposed to be, He, I think he felt like he was supposed to be the one who was supposed to step up and you know, like, set an example for Ray, kind of. I mean, not a set example. I mean, do you agree? Like, kind of following in the steps of Ben, I guess? Yeah. But I also think uh, Lor Santica, he's the old man at the beginning. I Do you know who I'm talking The one who gets uh-uh. killed? At the very beginning when they're on the village in Jakku. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like a Ben kind of guy. So he used to actually work with Luke. He'd go on missions but you know he retired there but he had a piece of the map to Luke so i was one mm-hmm. so i wonder if Luke could sense ray and he was sent there to watch over ray as well yeah yeah um do you want do you think they uh like how do you think she got his lightsaber the well, lady on uh, Kanata? yeah i don't know like cuz it fell down onto the ground of bespin so i don't know if she was just like Took a quick vacation there and was like, ooh, this is a cool little piece of metal. <laughs> I don't know, because she says, Did, do you think she says, I am no Jedi or I am new Jedi? She says, I am no Jedi, but I can see the force in those who have it. Hmm, see, that sounds a little kind of, I don't know. I don't know, it sounds like... I don't know, maybe Luke will die and she'll come back and, and then, um, train him or something. I don't know. The 
Luke's sword calling to Ray. That was interesting. Uh huh. And you heard her cry. You like she heard the crying from downstairs. You know. I, actually, the first time I was watching it, I've seen it four times. I actually <laughs> thought that Maz Kanata was keeping little children in her basement and making them work in a factory or something. Oh, that would be really funny. <laughs> but it's and, sad, um, though. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> um, going to uh, Han Solo and his accident. Um. So Tommy, yeah, Tommy, Tommy told me before I got to see it because he went and saw the premiere, premiere, and I went and saw it the day it came out. Yeah, me too. And so I knew he was gonna die, but I didn't know he. I I I was kind of like, I was set on Chewbacca dying because I mean you can't kill off Han Solo. Well. Now you can like they did still. I know. Like I could just feel something coming. Like you know when he's walking out onto the bridge with Kyla. Like my legs were Uh shaking. I'm like, oh no, please no. I I I I I didn't know what to expect. Um, like with Disney doing it, I didn't know what they were gonna Uh do because it was different. And then and then it's like he opens his lightsaber and kills him, and it's like. I knew this was going to happen. Why am I tearing up? I know. Why? I mean, why, like, why does this surprise me still? At some points, you know, you're like, someone's going to die in this, you know. But as soon as it happens, you're like, why? Why? I mean, I knew it was happening, but it's so sad. And it's just a movie. But <laughs> I don't know. And actually, at first, I thought he was just going to give up his lightsaber and go with Han and be happy, you know? I know. Other than the part that I don't like his looks, Kylo Ren or Ben, uh, he was a really good actor. I gotta, I gotta give him to that. All the actors were amazing. You know. Yeah, and um, we're not, we're not blaming him. Like, we're not saying he's ugly. It's just his part. It was, it was a weird like part for him. But yeah, he did true. really well in it. Yeah. I'll be honest. I thought he looked just fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like. Yeah. Oh, also, I would like to give a hand to the stormtroopers. They actually hit something. <laughs> These stormtroopers are so much better. They can actually hit stuff. It's a little bit more intense fights. You know, and it's they don't not like over everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's not if they get shot in the foot, they instantly die. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, it was a lot more realistic with the stormtroopers this time. <laughs> yeah. So you going back? Oh, um. I don't know what what's going on at school, but I've heard a lot of rage about Jar Jar being like in in some scene in the movie. I don't I don't know. I just hear like a lot a, of people talking about it. Like just like an Easter egg, kind of. Yeah, like I think it was like um, Jar Jar. Like you could see his reflection in Kylo Ren's mask or something. I, I just at one scene? Yeah. Well, I guess I'll do a little bit of research on that, and next podcast we'll, we'll come back to it. It's not a big deal. I mean, Jar Jar was a bit annoying, but... Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, like, my personal point of view, I don't know why people hate him so much. I mean, he wasn't like... Misa Jar Jar Beats. <laughs> I guess that's kind of annoying. It, I mean, he wasn't a good character. It would have been better without him, but it wasn't... But, I mean, he was a comic relief. 
Is but it? honestly, the reason I watch The Phantom Menace is for the awesome Darth, battle. Yeah, Darth, Darth Maul. Maul. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to talk a little bit about Clone Wars? I mean, it's no. I know it's been a long time since the TV series. It's just I, the first ones were amazing, but then it just went downhill. I mean, like I think we need to talk about the rarities of lightsaber battles. You know, and like in Clone Wars and stuff, I feel like they. The only thing you look forward to is lightsaber battles. You know, like those intense lightsaber battles. But in Clone Wars, it happened every two minutes. It kind of ruined it. Um, it wasn't as bad in Clone Wars as it was in, as it is in Rebels. The older Clone Wars, I thought, like, they actually came out before Revenge of the Sith. Those were good. Yeah, the ones that were actually released in the movie theaters, not the TV series. Well, they, they added all those, um lightsaber fights for the audience the like the little kids or whatever as they were watching it they're like "Ooh, this is so exciting i want to watch it and if they like had a lot of dialogue and stuff like they do in the movies then the kids might not be as like want like willing to watch it i guess that's true because yeah yeah but yeah like in the old clone wars there was still quite a bit of dialect dialogue sorry (laughs) um but you know like it wasn't an like, Dooku never fought, was never supposed to actually get in the duel in the Clone Wars. So they ruined kind of some of Lucas's concepts, kind of. Well, um, I, I think Clone Wars was meant for a younger audience. Not yeah. the older ones. Like, the older ones, I thought those were good. I mean, Anakin only fought once, and he fought Asajj Ventress and killed her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The newer ones, though, they are directed to... To younger kids, I would agree. I'm not saying it's, like, not cool for older people to watch. I mean, it's it's still fun sometimes, but I think they're aiming for the younger kids. I, like, they were aiming towards the older kids at the beginning, but as it went on, you know, Darth Maul coming in, that was obviously directed to the younger kids, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, um, J.J. and Lucas said, came out and said that... Um, that the Expanse universe or the Expended the, universe or something, it, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know, in this new trilogy. But I'm, you gotta take some ideas from it, right? I do. Yeah, definitely. Well, the Expanded universe has uh, some very exciting concepts, such as the Force Unleashed. That is a very good Star Wars video game. Oh yeah, uh, I have both of them. We should we should do a couple of reviews on some Disney video games. Yeah, I actually haven't played those, but I, I've seen them and they look they look cool. How are they, Devin? They're pretty fun. I think I, I like the story of the first one better though. Yeah, because it just it was kind of repeated in the second. But let's not get caught up in that. Um, I think that's all the time we have. So I'd like to thank you guys for coming. And hopefully, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, this was fun. Thanks. Yes, thank you. Um, so here on the show, we end the show by asking the guests, uh, what, uh, three questions, what Disney character would you be? Poe Dameron. <laughs> and, okay, I guess that works. What about it you? It works. <laughs> Either that or Kylo Ren. But, one minute, one more question. Sorry, Sterling. What, uh... There's been a lot of advertising on Poe Dameron. Why do you think that is? 
I think he did, like, they were actually planning on killing him off, but he just did such a good job on screen. You know, he was still kind of sarcastic, but when the time came, he was serious. He's the comic relief, I think, that, uh, you know, needed to happen. You, you know, know, stay throughout the kind of the, at least the entire seventh one. I, I think, though, eventually, either, I think at least one of the newer characters will die by episode nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with Luke. I think he'll die by in episode eight or episode nine. Yeah, he's he's got to die. You know, I don't think eight. I think nine. Yeah. To conclude the series, you know, because I mean he's been around for so long. He's passed on his training to Ray and possibly Finn. You know, it just no Finn. He, you see, I predicted that Finn was just going to pick up the lightsaber just in the last minute. You know. Mm-hmm. And I was right. <laughs> I, I really liked Finn, but um, going back to the what Disney character, I'd have to say I am Groot, just just to put <laughs> that out there. And I actually did take a little test um, on on Tommy's phone about what Star Wars character I'd be, and Misa Jar Jar Binks. Oh, I can <laughs> definitely see that. <laughs> I was Chewbacca. <laughs> I still need to take that test. <laughs> I'll probably be worse than Jar Jar Binks, though. <laughs> Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> okay, well, so, Strelling's group, Tommy's... Kylo Ren. Oh, now you're Kylo yeah. Ren. You you can't no, make up your mind. It's, it's not Strelling's group, it's I am Groot. Oh, okay. Okay. You have to say it like that. Oh, I am Groot. Okay. Um. Also, what's your favorite thing about Disney? Star Wars. <laughs> so you like it that Disney has taken over Star Wars. I like how they're finally making new movies, you know? Yeah. And their new characters are very well made. You know, they aren't cheesy or anything. But I mean, they're like exactly the same as the fourth one. You know, except for a rogue stormtrooper. Hmm. I mean, that's unique. I think that's pretty cool. Because, you know, these stormtroopers and... In the original series, weren't stormtroopers cloned? Right? Well, here's what happened. So they had the clones, except what happened is is clones, they, like, have a growth. Yeah, hormone, and Uh they grow really, really fast. But, so they just got too old, so they just weren't able to keep on using them, you know? They got Mm -hmm. to, like, their 60s when they were 30 years old. And then they said that they were raised and trained from birth. They were taken from a family that they'll never know and raised and trained from birth. And um, programmed. They programmed their brain and... um. So are they not clones anymore? That's what I'm getting at. No, they are not. They... Huh. I, I heard um, they take them from other, like, planets, right? Yeah. Um, my mom actually said, because you remember um, Lando Calrissian? Yes. <laughs> my mom said that Finn... Is, uh, what's his name? I'm sorry, my I lost my train of thought. Lando Calrissian. Yeah, he he had a child, and that is Finn. I mean, what do you think about that? Mm, No, Lando wouldn't give his son up to the Empire (laughs) slash Restore. Well, he doesn't have to because they might have taken him. Or Lando could have died. They could have killed Lando because remember how easily he was persuaded in the fifth one. He just says. I'm sorry, they got here first. You know? Yeah. Mm. Okay, well, 
we'll save that kind of nitty gritty stuff for another episode. But, um, the last question: What or if you had to ride a Disneyland, a Disney park ride for twenty four hours nonstop, what would it be? Definitely not. It's a small world. <laughs> I would have to shoot myself after. <laughs> After hearing that for a whole twenty four hours, it's a small world. I can't, I can't even stand the grueling like, ten minutes or I know. whatever half you, hour. It seems like of you sit the inside same the boat thing and the creepy little dolls staring at you. <laughs> I would have to go with the Indiana Jones ride. Yeah, I, I, I honestly really agree on that. That was that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, so um, thanks, guys, and we'll see you next time. Um, remember, guys, that you will post the uh, full articles uh, on our website, tunedintown.com. Uh, if you have any suggestions of what we should do or anything, you can email me at devin at tunedintown.com. That's D-E-V-A-N. Uh, so I'd love to hear from you. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in.